Hi, this is Jenny White, the host of the Business Growth Podcast, where we talk to entrepreneurs, business owners, and high-level executives to learn best practices, how to grow your business from a variety of different industries and verticals. Anyone and everyone can get knowledge from this show. And we're excited to have you here. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Jenny White with the Business Growth Podcast. Today we have Will Land. He's the co-founder and director of brand management for Marketplace Valet. It's a Southern California-based company that has grown over the last 20 years. Um, it's super cool what they've done through their learnings on selling directly as sellers and uh, even manufacturers on e-commerce platforms like eBay and Amazon, and now full stack agency uh, fulfillment partners for brands that need help just like they did. So if uh, if I can highly recommend somebody that's actually done it themselves, this would be a perfect uh, illustration of that. So Will, welcome to the show and thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Jenny. I, I appreciate you reaching out and that was a great warm intro. I might steal <laughs> that from you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Feel free. Yeah. So uh, we were just chit-chatting a little bit about, you know, your learnings in the growth process and pivots that you had to make through um, 20 years of e-commerce development. <clears throat> and um, I know we were talking about the different verticals that you actually tested out yourself and now, you know, the range of of clients that you actually service. Would you like to um, maybe share a little bit more about uh, Marketplace Valet and how uh, how you folks service your clients and and make wins for everybody? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, quick, real quick backstory. We started off in the cell phone accessory industry. Uh, we had a couple brands ourselves that we manufactured with. We grew to about eighteen thousand SKUs, and um, in in the phone industry, phones are always changing. So we had to always be producing and and developing content and mm-hmm. strategy around you know such a big portfolio of, of SKUs, right? Right. Um, and, and so, you know, that, that was kind of, when we took a look back at ourselves, we looked at what is our sweet spot? Uh, and this is during our pivot from a cell phone accessory brand to a marketplace agency. And so when we looked back up at it, we went, wow, we're great at logistics. We're great at managing large SKU counts and we're great at marketplaces. Um, you know, so like Amazon, eBay, we were, you know, always the top five seller for on eBay, always in the top 100 sellers on Amazon. And so, you know, when the market crashed for cell phone accessories, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was just a good, it was a good reflection on ourselves to look and say, what do we really do well? And how do we develop a product around that? So therefore there came, came the birth of Marketplace Valet about eight years ago. Right. Um, and so today, you know, we do similar to what we did for our own brand. We are we manage end to end logistics. So warehousing, FBA fulfillment, direct to consumer fulfillment. Then we're creating all the content and strategy and running ads, um, account management, and then the return management, reverse logistics, reselling the product. So, you know, we're kind of this end to end solution for brands. And we do it well because we did it for ourselves for over a decade. So, right. um, so yeah, so that's, I ho- hope that answers your question. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's just cool that you, that you pivoted and you were able to 
stay above water, you know, even when things got uh, a little bit dicey for you, but you, you basically figured out how to re-engineer what you'd already been doing for yourself and just do it as a, as an agency fulfillment for clients. Um, one thing I think is really interesting is I'd gone to a growth conference uh, specifically for e-commerce brands. Was that last week in LA? And we were talking, I, there was a lot of co-founders there of different technology platforms that are be, being utilized, you know, whether it's, you know, through Shopify or all kinds of different software uh, solutions. And um, one of the things they were talking about was how when brands have hundreds or, or thousands of SKUs, um, depending on where they're trying to put those, um, you know, like for example, they said one of the one of the co-founders that was there said that Shopify basically breaks if you're trying to, you know, manage thousands of SKUs um, versus, you know, these other, you know, marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, obviously that's built for that, right? Um, right, right. So do you have... I mean, I just see you guys as solving so many problems for brands that want to not not just get in, but like really dominate on these different marketplaces. Um, and so are you, so still we're just, are you focusing on Amazon and eBay um, or just mostly just Amazon now? So, yeah, I, the, the, the truth of the matter is, you know, eBay was great in the early 2000s. Amazon's dominating now. Mm -hmm. Um you know, at, at one point in time, we had the number one best-selling product in the electronics category on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what we've, you know, you, you take our experience with Amazon, you take, you know, Amazon, what it is today. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes so much more sense to us to really hone in on the Amazon market. Mm -hmm. um, e eBay, Walmart, uh, great platforms. Um, it's not for all brands. Yep. Amazon, it's my belief every brand should be on Amazon. Um, there's no reason not to, because if you're not there, somebody else is going to be there to pick up your keywords, your search terms. And, you know, I, I see this time again, where people are putting a lot into their branding and their advertising off of Amazon, you know, as they should, they should be directing the traffic to their .com. No doubt about it. Cool. You want to own those customers. Right. But, you know, and I do it myself and I'm, and I'm sure you have too, where, you know, you see a, uh, on an Instagram feed and you're like, oh, let me go check it for Amazon. You go check Amazon for it. The product may or may not be there and you end up settling for something else. That's such a good point. We were actually just doing an audit for another brand. Um, you know, our agency does uh, a lot of SEO and we were looking up the organic versus branded versus social referral traffic for a bunch of competitors for this one product line. And it's a really good point that even if you're looking up social referral traffic, going to the .com, it may not show you that because that referral traffic goes into the labyrinth of Amazon, right? And unless right, you're tracking right. that, that specifically through a code or a link or whatever, right? Then you really won't see that reflected. So the, the data is very fragmented depending on how you're looking at it. But that's an excellent point that even though you may be running social or even paid social, um, that traffic may still end up going not back to you, but back onto Amazon. Or maybe you get a click, but you don't get a purchase because everybody just likes to shop on Amazon. I mean, everybody does. I mean, it's it's the convenience factor is bonkers, you know? Oh, it, it's nuts. And, and here's a great 
case in point for, for exactly that scenario. Last year we had, um, we had a client, we had their products on Amazon, we had their products. And then we, you know, because we're a warehouse, we also did their fulfillment for their website. They had a mm-hmm. Shopify store mm-hmm. and, um, and they were averaging, I don't know, not, not a lot of, not high volume, you know, 10, 20 orders a day. Mm-hmm. Right. And they got a mention on, oh, I can't remember if it's real housewives of Orange County or Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. one of the two, but they got a mention on there. Mm-hmm. And obviously their, their sales went out of control. I wanted this. I, I want to say they got like four, four, five, six thousand orders off their dot com. Oh, but because wow. we, but check this out. So because we managed their dot com fulfillment and their Amazon fulfillment, yeah, their Amazon fulfillment had twenty percent more orders than their dot com fulfillment. See, crazy. Right. I mean, we blew through the FBA stock because, you know, we were forecasting for, we, nobody really knew it was going to be on the show. And boom, there it came. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, so we had to revert back to a fulfillment by merchant model with our stock, you know, because FBA sold out and the demand was still there running there through Amazon, even though it was, you know, filled by merchant, it takes a little bit longer to get there. It wasn't that prime experience, but uh, the customer's, we're still bought into Amazon, you know? And so that kind of, for me, that kind of paints a picture like, okay, you know, in that particular scenario, 40% of the buyers went to the .com and 60% went to Amazon. Yeah. And it's just, it's, that's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the, um, <clears throat> wow. You know, how much business is being missed or being diverted to a different brand um, by not being on Amazon. So and we, I mean, just point. with my own brands, that's what, what we saw firsthand. So that's, that's what I always continue to preach. You yeah. know, even, even if I find a, 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 you know, a brand that I absolutely love, um, and I have a ton of them, um, I, I just the ease of Amazon, I, I, you know, the predictability of it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I rarely buy through, um, mm-hmm. a .com maybe just cause I'm an Amazon guy, but you know, I, I feel like I'm a, I'm a pretty typical consumer when it comes to that. I mean, look, just even from the fact of the matter that, you know, you're not entering your credit card 16,000 more times, you know, just for the, oh, just for the reliability factor, just for the, I mean, there's so many components of it that, um, you know, how it, get, you know, how it arrives to your house, you know, how it gets shipped for the most part. If you don't know, you have a general gist of the idea, but the point is, it has been so simplified by from the minute you put it in your, you know, checkout to the minute you get it at your front door that um, I agree with you. I actually really agree with you. And I've had clients in the past where I've been like, I, th- I really think you need to be on Amazon. They're like, no, no, that's not my brand. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. Your brand is on Amazon. It's just not you. It's somebody else that's getting it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, you find a brand that's not on Amazon. You go and, and look, this is, I'm at the bulge of strategy I use all the time with, with a lot of my clients. One of the first things I do when I engage as a client is I look up all their competitors that yeah. aren't on Amazon and I go yeah. buy up all their keywords. Yep. Why not? They're not going to be there. I'm going to, you know, me and my clients are going to be there sure. and I'm getting it for, you know, five cents a click because sure. they're not, <laughs> they're not there. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of easy money. No, totally. Um, yeah, I just I I feel like the um the A plus content like so that's what's interesting too about the whole search process. So what you're 
what obviously you guys are really good at is um, understanding two things. One, the the technical component of the back end of what's actually going on when people are on their shopping. And two is the consumer behavior of what they're looking for um, at the at the top of it, right? So the A plus content and the way that the 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 products and the listings are optimized um, is so crucial whenever somebody is going to be trying to get some leverage on Amazon. And and it also, it takes time. Um, what do you think on average, um, and you work with a little bit more established brands, I, I, I feel, um, not yep. necessarily somebody just starting out, but like, what do you see from a trajectory standpoint when a brand, like what happens within the first three to six months of a brand working with you? Um, so step one is just a full analyzation. Mm-hmm. If they're already, and I'm going to assume that they're, they've attempted to be on Amazon. Maybe they've had resellers try to create listings. First thing we do is we go and we look at all the data and content mm-hmm. and a, we establish, are we, are we going after the correct keywords and create categories mm-hmm. and all, all, you know, all that good stuff. And two, are we optimized to convert? And, and I put a real big emphasis on the conversion factor. Um, I've seen a lot of brands that go to Amazon, they throw up what they think is, is relevant content and, and it's not, they get eyeballs on the product a, a lot at first, and then they see just a decline in organic ranks and whatnot, because they're not converting the customer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, w- w- a big thing with, with organic ranking on Amazon, just like, I mean, look, Amazon makes money when people buy on Amazon. So it, it behooves Amazon to show the customer exactly, you know, what's going, what's most likely to convert. Um, and if, and if you think about it like that, it's really simple. You know, it's, it's a really simple strategy, more eyeballs, you convert better. Amazon raises you up the ranks. So those, those are, those are kind of the two biggest call outs that, that we adjust right away is a making sure that the correct audience is coming to your product and whether that's by, you know, optimizing the listings, ads, all that good stuff, and then making sure that it's convertible. Does it have, you know, reviews? I'll touch on reviews. Reviews are fantastic, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't rank because you have a ton of reviews. Mm-hmm. The review You rank because the reviews are boosting the buyer's confidence Therefore, they're more likely to convert. It's really the conversion right. of the product that elevates your, you know, your organic rankings. So That's those are the two biggest things that we concentrate right off the bat. In the back, in the meantime, you know, we're working on forecasting and things like that for how much product should we stock at FBA um, per, you know, for each SKU. And mm-hmm. obviously, we start at the, you know, what's, you know, what's proven, what's making the most. Um, the most revenue, most sales. And, you know, generally we deal with large catalogs. So we start there and start mm-hmm. going down the process of, of doing this for every single last SKU. Um, you know, and, and I can't put enough emphasis really on, you know, looking at a product from all angles, mm-hmm. go through the customer's journey when they're searching for a product and do it through a branded search, do a generic search. Um, 
and and go through that buyer's journey. Involve yep. people, involve, you know, here, what do you think? If you typed in this, what would you buy? And why would you buy that product? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, it, it, that's, that's, that's really at the core of it is, is getting that conversion. If, if someone's going to, if you do these, these studies with, and um, with, with folks and they're, and they're looking through and they're like, I would buy this one, I'd buy that one. You got to really understand why they would buy that one and why not yours. And then you need, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like, you know, back in the day when with SEO tactics, or I guess it's still current today, you take a look at who's ranking above you. Mm-hmm. And then you try to emulate what they're doing and make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and the same rules really apply to, to Amazon. So, um, you know, in, in the first, you know, three to six months, mm-hmm. it's cleanup. We're watching data. We're mm-hmm. converting. We're running ads. We're trying to get category placements. Um, you know, we're, we're always trying, attempting to get, focus on who is the demographic and how do we get to the top of that organic search? Um, step two, you know, a lot of the bigger brands that we work out work with, I like to box out all the competition. And when I say box them out, when there's a branded search or an unbranded search, I only want my client's products to show. Mm-hmm. How do I accomplish that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 70% of the of people out there buy above the fold. So yep. being above the fold is, is, is obviously crucial. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And I, and, and I could talk for this on this for two or three hours, but uh, <laughs> I know we, uh, uh, we'd probably lose um, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was awesome. I mean, that was, that was so good. I think the distinction that you made between the reviews as a conversion aspect, not necessarily a ranking aspect, um, you know, is, is important for people to understand too. Um, but from a consumer perspective, obviously that's, that is what we like to see. Um, and it's never going to go away. It's going to be on everything and anything that we ever do from Google to Yelp, to eBay, to Amazon, to open table, to (laughs) whatever. Oh, totally right. It's going to be everywhere. Anywhere that there's a transaction, there's going to be, you know, some layer of, of reviews. (laughs) <laughs> so true so yeah. true and look and that's and that's great that's great for the consumer helps the buying helps us feel confident in buying it you know there's kind of a weird thing where it's like well everybody else liked it i guess i'll like it and yeah. you know we, we have to believe in that oh yeah yeah it's called march of the penguins we've been <laughs> had a, consult- <laughs> a consultant i worked with years ago and he goes trust me you just need one and i'm like really he goes yeah the, the rest will come i'm like okay it was a long story oh, that's so funny it's so true that's so what he true. called it it was pretty cute. Um, yeah. I So, okay. So what's on the horizon for you folks over there at uh, Marketplace Valet? So um, we're, we're actually going through a little bit of a rebrand. Um, cool. You know, we, we, I've worked with every single category, every single product you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to distinguish ourselves, you know, it's like, for lack of better words, when you when you off when you have an agency model and you can help just about any brand out there, it's like selling water. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it, it, the space, we really have to define who we are Mm -hmm. and what we excel at. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And that really goes back to our roots, big skew counts. So what, what's coming up for us is really narrowing in our focus on our vantage points as a business, our vantage mm-hmm. points as a background, mm-hmm. and, really, um, and really narrowing our focus on who we work with um, on yeah. platforms. There's, there's brands that I get really excited about. Um, and I can see, I can see their, their entire future, their next five years on marketplaces, just because I'm a brand guy, I study the brand, you know, not only on Amazon, but I need to know what's going on, you know, in their retail, in their distribution, things like that. Mm-hmm. So for, 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 again, for us, it's really narrowing our focus, um, rebranding ourselves, um, with, with our purpose in our, in our direction. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I just had this conversation with my team about six months ago when I said, look, our offering looks like to me when you go to the spaghetti factory and it's like, oh, my God, like, there's like a telephone book of of services. <laughs> and so for and, and it's true, we do. We offer so many different services, but really pinpointing down where you know, where we have fun and where we really enjoy our work. Um, and, you know, and, and I, I guess that's what really what it comes down to is how do we make, make what we do even more enjoyable? Obviously, we have a great time at it. We help brands win. It's super fun. But now we're kind of at the point where I want to pick and choose who I work with yeah. because I believe in them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love that. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. And um, I do think that there's like this sort of conundrum a lot of us enter into on the agency side because we do so much. Um, even if it's, even if you're just saying, Oh, I only offer three services. It's like three times 10 because within those components are so many other processes and, you know, it's just, it's just a part of the landscape and it just is what it is. Um, and especially like, it's interesting, right? Because as a consumer, you don't go to Amazon and get confused about what to do there. It's so simple. Right. But but on the yeah. back end, it's it's not at all. That's why when when I looked at your website and even I started looking at like, what do you guys do? And like, okay, cool. And I was like, yeah, they, they do all the things you need to do that I know, right? But uh, <laughs> if somebody didn't know any of them, I'd be like, well, what the hell is part three, four, and five, and seven? You know what I mean? It's- um, and that's so, the story that we're trying to tell. That's you're, yeah. you hit it a hundred percent, right? Yeah. yeah. When you when you have so many offerings, you have to lead with something. Yeah. And and, that, and look, that's 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 just great in marketing in general. Whether it's an Amazon page or a Shopify store, somebody comes to you know your storefront, and you have, you know, for lack of better words, a grocery store of every single thing that's that's available, mm-hmm. you kind of got to pick those one things to really stand out. How do you determine when you have a site, what, what goes above the fold? Yeah. You know, and that's, that, and that should be kind of the gateway to your brand or your product or your product offering or who you are. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Distilling everything into something that is bite-sized, digestible, high impact, again, focusing on that conversion because that simplified storytelling at the very tippy top is what's going to, 
that's clarifying that message is what it's going to take to, to hook whoever, whatever it is, right. Whether it's a client for you or for me, or if it's a consumer for one of your clients on Amazon, that is, exactly. that is your space. That is, that is where we all operate now is just that little slice of digital real estate, wherever it may be. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be exciting to see your rebrand and uh, your new messaging. And, you know, you definitely, you definitely got it. You definitely know what you guys are doing in 20 years in business. I just want to congratulate you. That's incredible. Thank you. It, it, I, I feel young. Uh, I don't, <laughs> you but, sound um, young. You, know, you sound young. Don't worry. Years, <laughs> I sound like my dad like, <laughs> when I was younger. I've been doing this for 20 years. Um, oh man, that, uh, but, you know, that's how fast time goes. And yep. you watch, you know, 20 years ago when we had to copy and paste Excel files into a shipping, uh, wow. into like USPS.com and print the label. Like, thank God there's so much software and technology that has evolved yeah. to help streamline, cut costs, and do all these wonderful things so that we can get time back to advance, you know, the world or business even further, you know? Yeah, it was like horse and buggy days. I forgot about all that. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, thanks so much for joining us today. Once again, this was Will Land, the co-founder and director of brand management with Marketplace Valet, established in 2003 officially 20 years old as of last month, this business that employs 35 local people down here in Southern California. So you're making an impact on people's lives. You're helping people that have brands that they want growth and you're keeping people employed and happy. And I think you, you it sound, I, I would venture to say you probably, you probably have a pretty cool team because um, you have a great attitude and, and you're, you're growth oriented. So, well, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciated uh, your time and talking with you. Uh, thanks, Jenny. That was super fun. Absolutely. We'll do it again sometime. Sounds great.